Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker, 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And the Cards and Cubs have Sunday Night Baseball. Carl Ravitch of ESPN, kind enough to join us to talk a little bit of ball this morning in St. Louis. Ravi, it's always good to talk to you. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing really well. How are you all doing? Everything's great here in St. Louis. And uh, we always love the fact that the, the great rivalry is on ESPN. And you, you can have Yankees, Red Sox, or Dodgers Dan McLaughlin looks at me like, no, you you, you can't. You, you can have Dodgers, Giants, but Cards and Cubs, there's nothing like Cards and Cubs. No, I mean, it's a look, it's as, it's as good as any of them, and uh, I think the fan bases, you know, contribute a great deal to that. I think the, you know, the popularity of the sport in both of those cities, especially yours, is uh, is second to none. So, yeah, Sunday Night Baseball, Cards and Cubs is, is akin to, as you said, if you're going to throw Dodgers, Giants, if you're going to throw Yankees, Red Sox, to me, they're all the same. I think ratings-wise, the Yankees, Red Sox, for some reason, does better, and I don't know if that's just because more people have moved from those areas to other places, and nationally, the number is a little bit higher, but... Look, the Cardinals and Cubs is a phenomenal matchup, and they, their fan bases have spread out as well. So we're we're excited about Sunday night. Carl, what do you think of Albert Pujols wearing a Dodgers uniform? Have you gotten used to that yet? No, it's it's kind of weird. It'd be like if Batman all of a sudden was you know flying around in a spaceship instead of driving <laughs> the Batmobile. It's a little bit different. Um, you know, uh, to me that was a strange one because it felt like I'm just going to take a, a a better offer. It's like my like my son. If I say, hey, you want to go for a ride? We're going to go to a store. And he looks around and says, uh, let me think if I can ask my my friends to take me to a golf course or I'm going to go play mini golf or I'm going to go get ice cream. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So he, he had an opportunity to, to play seemingly the same role with the Angels and said, I don't want to be uh, – uh, I don't want the role that I'm going to be in here, even though he came out and said, I never said I didn't want to be a part-time player. I think somewhere between that and what he said is the real truth. He seemed to be acknowledging I'm going to the Dodgers. They have a better chance to win the world series. I'm pissed at the way this thing played out and I'm going to sign up for the same job somewhere else. That's, that's what it felt like to me. What have you thought of the Cardinals so far? Um, I love Wainwright and the way he's pitching. Um, getting Michaelis back is going to help a lot. Uh, they probably have the rookie of the year. And once Arenado was traded there, I assumed the Cardinals were going to win that division by five to ten games uh, because I thought the Cubs were going to be on the downswing. And I think the Cubs are still going to end up uh, not looking like the team that we're going to see Sunday night. I think they are going to trade. I, I don't think you, you let Darvish go and you just stop because all of a sudden they're playing 500 baseball. Uh, so I think they win that division. I, you know, obviously what no one's doing is tremendous, and um, uh, they're, they're going to, to me, they win the Central. 
Carl Ravage of ESPN with us on 101 ESPN. You know, when the, when the Cardinals made that deal, we all knew that Arenado was great, and we wondered about him being away from Coors Field. But uh, from what we've seen, he looks to be a franchise centerpiece kind of a player. He's able to do things here because he's with an organization with the history of the Cardinals that he just couldn't do in Colorado. I, I just want to know if you look at him that way as a, a franchise centerpiece kind of a guy. Yeah, I think part of the problem for, look, Matt Holliday was there too and had great success in Colorado and seemed to work out pretty well in St. Louis. I think, you know, why is it Nolan's uh, fault that he's a Rocky and because you put up good numbers like most offensive players, we assume that that won't translate. And Colorado is always going to have uh, better offensive numbers than pretty much every other city that the team's playing because of the air and they try to address it with the humidor etc but that's why the international golf tournament used to be a stable for system the balls fly further it's you, you can't do anything to change it you're going to be a longer driver uh when you're playing golf in colorado than if you're playing golf in missouri that's just the way it's going to be so yeah i think nolan was pigeonholed and i think falsely and i think a lot of the guys there are all right, well, I'm not sure he can take that outside of Colorado and have the success. Nolan Arenado is a, a damn good baseball player. You know, he's one of the best baseball players, um, you know, that we have. And you don't win gold and platinum gloves every year because the air is thinner in Colorado. You do it because you're the best third baseman in all of baseball, no matter if you're playing on cement, sand, grass, major league fields. So uh, the idea that it translated, it makes, you know, that was always going to be the case for me. And he's... He's just—he's the, the guy you want on your team. Like he's a teammate. He's a ball player. He's—he's he's just rock solid. I never would worry about—I you know, wouldn't worry about Charlie Blackman leaving Colorado and thinking this won't work in New York. Like th- there are there are good baseball players. He's one of them. Carl Cl- Corey Kluber threw the sixth no hitter last night this season in Major League Baseball. All these no hitters, good or bad for baseball? Um. Good in the moment. Uh, I had this conversation with Buster only. Uh, bad if it continues this way because the novelty of it all wears off. You know, we have the PGA Championship going on right now. If all of a sudden there were 16 holes in one on day one, uh, you know what? Tomorrow uh, we wouldn't care if there was a 17th. Like, we've seen them all. So, look, last night, if you guys look at it, I'm sure you have, there were eight teams, eight of the 30, who had four hits or fewer. Eight of them. That's a quarter of the teams. Half of those had four hits or fewer. You realize the Yankees threw a no-hitter and had four hits in the game. That's a problem. Let's just say the Rangers had a single in the third inning. You just sat there for two and a half hours and saw a total of five hits. That's a big problem. So, overall, it's a problem. If you happen to have a ticket to a no-hitter, it's kind of cool. It kind of stinks if you're the Rangers and you have a ticket and your team's getting no-hit. But there's there's going to be too many of them, and that's obviously a, a much bigger topic than the ability of Corey Kluber to throw a no-hitter. And if you're a Ranger fan and a season ticket holder, you've seen your team no-hit twice, by the way, at the home. Mariners. Is, yeah. Hey, let's get a ticket and go see a no-no by our team, by the way. <laughs> exactly. You know, the thing is, Carl, is that guys now are paid to hit home runs. So... You know, the guys that are going to grind through at bats and do the various things that we've seen for so many years 
are just not in lineups. You might have a few here and there. We got Tommy Edmond here in town. He would be the guy that I, if you're going to try to break up a no hitter, Tommy Edmond's the guy I'm going with. He'd be right. one of them. Um, there's others, but my point being, they're paid to hit home runs, and unless the philosophy changes in baseball, this may be the trend. Would you agree with that? To a degree, uh, you know, I look at DJ LeMahieu got paid a lot of money. He, he's not. He's not. Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton or Ronald Acuna. And I, and I think the people who should be getting paid, like Acuna, uh, are the ones that can actually do more than just hit home runs. Mookie Betts you know, gets a huge deal. It's not because Mookie Betts is identified as a home run hitter. So I think that the logic of you have to be able to hit home runs to make a lot of money and have job security um, I don't think that's the I don't think that's the wisest path to follow. I, I understand that that's the narrative that's currently out there, but if you really think about it, the players that are the most well-rounded are the ones that are that should uh, get paid and are the most valuable. Nolan Arenado, the first thing I think about with Nolan Arenado is not home run hitter, in spite of hitting homers in four straight games. It's just not now because he's so talented. He, he may adjust his swing a little bit to elevate the ball a little bit more so that more of them go over the wall. But Nolan Arenado should get paid because he hits homers, but he also hits. He is an unbelievable fielder. He's a smart base runner, and he's a hell of a teammate. So I, I think if we, if we categorize the only guys that get paid are home run hitters, I, I don't think that's true. In fact, I think the numbers will bear it out, but I do understand this concept that seems to be out there that in order to get paid, you got to hit homers. How many times have you listened to Mike Schilt or any other manager in baseball sit there and say, Hey, we put the ball in play. We forced the defense to make a play. That's how we were able to score some runs. We actually moved a runner from second base to third base with nobody out. I mean, the number of the number of guys that get on second base with no outs, and ended up standing on second base with three outs, has, has grown dramatically. In fact, in the last 10 years, I think the number somewhere in the 52 to 55% leadoff double ends up on second when the inning is over. Wow. That's a disaster. That's terrible. And you've got to be able to put the ball in play. So, sure, I understand, and this goes back to the chicks dig the long ball thing and the home run derby is wildly popular. But it's not a way to me to build to build a sustainable team that's going to win World Series. And you can look at the Yankees as a great, as a team that can hit homers with the best of them, and they haven't won a series since '09. The Cardinals and Cubs will wrap up their three-game series Sunday night at the ballpark just after six. And of course, it all starts on ESPN with baseball tonight. Carl Ravitch, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it, and have a great day and a great weekend. You too, and have a great season. We'll do it again. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. That is Carl Ravage, ESPN on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. 
and Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but... Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.